Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm clipping. And we're, and we're all practicing our nasally voices. And Riff brought an especially nasal voice. What? Wait. Uh, what? I'm hot stuff. I'm still sick and I hate it. I hate being sick. Oh, is that, that, is that why you have a nasally voice? Yeah. That well, that's, 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 that's why, why I'm clipping. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm clipping. Uh, <laughs> good. You don't. Uh, you don't seem sick. You don't sound sick. I well, because I feel. Weird. I feel. I'm. I'm definitely on the mend, and I feel yeah. so much better than I did this weekend. That like. You definitely seem a lot better than you did. By comparison, I feel awesome. You don't look as much like House as you did. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Hugh Laurie looks awesome, so I. I was excited about that. I was like, oh shit! I guess I have to be sick all the time now. <laughs> for the ladies. Yeah, you. You can probably pull off gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Given some time. Yeah, we're we're some of us were talking about that about how how can you be sick? Are you not the healthiest man I know? I mean, I was just in contact with a bunch of strangers at GDC. Mm. Hot stuff now and, gets real sick like once every eighteen months or so. Yeah, I you used, used to get like low level sick all the, time. all the time. Yeah, mm. and now I now it's like just <clears throat> keeping all keeping all the germs. Because well, you know, I got the swine flu until. that. Knocked me on my ass. Hmm. That was we keep getting four diseases. Yes, yeah, so it was like three years ago. Three I think ago. three Columbuses ago. Um, yeah, we we keep getting the same disease, and it knocks you on your ass. And I just dr- ignore drink it. whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I drink whiskey and ignore it. Yeah, I think because it doesn't hit me as hard. You have not been crazy sick in a long time. Yeah, that's true. That's so. true. I keep getting a little bit sick. I keep like you know, I'll get a cold and I'll just feel kind of gross for a while, but not mm-hmm. enough to like stay home from work. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the last time that I was sick past the just minor sniffles. Although I, considering that I leave the house and <laughs> talk to other people as little as I can. Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm just now. I'm just making surprising. my immune system strong for when I get old. That's yeah, all. You know. And sometimes, you know, even though we work in the same place, we can go months without ever being within four or five feet of each other. <laughs> right. So you probably don't get a lot of you don't you don't get a lot of that thing where you, you know, drink our spit out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although, um, what, is it, what is it that I've been doing? Licking all of the handles on the bus and then spitting, right. spitting in all of Riff's dishes. I don't I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <clears throat> I was trying to clean them. Well, yeah. And make Riff stronger. Because yeah. as long as it doesn't kill him, right? It makes him stronger. Saliva is an excellent solvent. <laughs> yeah. I always hated that saying. I don't know if I've... Saliva is con- an excellent solvent. That too. <laughs> yeah. No, the, hate, that which yeah. kills you doesn't... That oh, which does yeah. not kill you makes you stronger. Because I'm like... Yeah. Uh, there are, you know, you can like lose an arm and that doesn't, that doesn't really make you stronger, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, but... Superman got where he was by getting polio. <laughs> I guess, I guess yeah, you look could, at FDR. I guess you could say you, it makes you stronger of character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's what they were going I mean, for. Maybe, uh, maybe losing an arm is, is just what you need to d- develop, uh, your, your super hearing. You know, like a yeah. like a blind guy, except you, think that's your you, arm. Com- you compensate. Yeah, you I compensate. Think, I don't think I've lost uh, the hearing in any of my ears today, which is really nice. All right, okay, good. Also, not permanently. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I think I could just be imagining all these noises. Ooh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. You well, could have. Would... You could. You could be like Muad'Dib. You're. You're like. You're doing the opposite of echolocation. <laughs> Where you're just looking. You're hearing things by by perceiving with your eyes the vibrations in the air. Yeah, uh, it looks like Zach is talking. I guess lip reading is sort of yeah. the opposite of echolocation, right? You're kind reconstructing of. sounds based on. <clears throat> I mean, if you if you emitted light radar, radar is the opposite of echolocation, right? Because isn't so, sonar is echolocation? Yeah, and radar is. Uh, I don't know what waves radar uses. Uh, radio it's not, it's not is it visible just radio? light, though. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, but so it's electromagnetic spectrum, right? Yeah. Okay. But you're not using it to. You're using it to detect objects, not sound. Is what I'm saying. Oh, well, it's not <laughs> like right. It is not the opposite but of echolocation in any meaningful way. Is is also lo- lo- locating. No, it's using objects. sound to locate objects. Yes, which is why using oh, so light objects. to locate objects <laughs> is to not no, sound. Okay, using well, objects yeah. to locate sound. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you have a threw... big bag of ping pong balls <laughs> right. that, you, you, that you throw. <laughs> And based on uh, whether they come back to me, that's well, no, okay, how, no. how they deflect. You have a big bag of, 
of ping pong balls that you suspend in the air okay. so that they are disturbed visibly okay. by sound. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Right. Okay. And then you reconstruct the sound mentally. All or right. you could just like wear a fog machine as a hat everywhere you go. <laughs> Oh, you could listen to Fog Hat. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be yeah. able to hear it, but you could yeah. just you could just play Fog Hat out wow. of speakers on your belt so that people would know you were coming. Oh, it's that Fog Hat asshole. Do you think can you get a fog machine that runs on like uh, portable power? Because that would be kind of a cool uh, Halloween costume. Is just a fog be hat, like a backpack diesel generator. Yeah, huh. I'm yeah. sure anything anything that you can plug in. There's got to be some manner of battery pack that can do 110 really right? any enclosed space becomes know. a suicide booth if you have a backpack mounted <laughs> diesel engine right yeah yeah that would be exhausting <laughs> <laughs> oh man the door just closed itself why wasn't it already Ghosts. closed you pricks that's my fault i came in last mm -hmm. i didn't have the strength to close in it the remembering so to close the door competition <laughs> yes <laughs> all right uh let's uh let's do some questions so that we can go eat dinner how <clears> hard <throat> Um, mm, uh, Radio Bugbear, because uh, I, we've oh, yeah. ignored Radio Bugbear long enough that things there have started expiring. There are four questions. <laughs> uh, there are five. GreenN72 says, Dear Jick, with the addition of all these new zones, have you thought about adding new bounties? When you did add bounties, was it based on how easy it was to write the bounty item for? Uh, accessibility? Something else? Or all of the above? Broken into tiers. Yeah, and we just kind of wanted a, we wanted a spread of them. It is super weird. <sighs> like... The Bounty Hunter Hunter, I would probably not do it now the way that I did it then. In what sense? I think that I would only ever offer bounties for zones that you had access to. Hmm. Uh, really? Because it is also... It is a preview for things that you don't know where they are, which is, which is, which is nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those worldy things that probably bothers people. I, I, that's frustrating. <laughs> I learned I like that so yeah, much. I like world <clears throat> yeah, no, things. I like it too. But I, but I learned something. Uh, I learned something at ZapCon this weekend oh, about yeah. pinball. Machines, oh right, um, that that is is germane to conversations like this about KOL. Pinball machines have a tournament mode that you can turn on that eliminates. Or it doesn't eliminate randomness, but it seeds the RNG the same at, for every game, huh. so that everybody is playing on a level playing field. And there's no well, as as level as the machine. Yeah. Can. <laughs> oh, ah. <laughs> oh. oh. <clears throat> no, but I mean seriously, as like, it, there are so many tiny random variations in. Yeah, you know, I mean you can't every every time you, you hit can't the ball, see, yeah, you're the, changing the, the, the quantum ball, particles right. that cause a ball to bounce no, one way I, or the I, other. I know, but if a ramp's value, like, so there are. So on my oh, champion, it's based on points. On right. my champion pub pinball machine, for mm -hmm. instance, there is the skill shot. Like there's just a button that launches the ball. So the skill shot is a little mini game on the screen where there's these things sliding by, and you get pretty good at just choosing which thing you want mm -hmm. to land in the in the reticle. In the end, and that's what you get. And one of them is like a door prize, which is a randomly selected alteration of the play field, right? right. And like extra ball is lit, which it would be fucking huge sure. to get in okay. tournament play because that's another chance to score millions more points right. to try to win this thing. And so if one guy got that on his first go and another guy didn't, the first guy would be at a tremendous advantage due to randomness. And so it's stuff sure. like that. And like, you know, randomly changing the values of objects that are like, you know, this ramp is worth X points. Hmm. Right. right. One of them is like doubling the... Uh, doubling the purse that's established for the next the fight jackpot. that you win. Yeah. Well, the purse is different. The purse is the number of points you get for winning a fight against okay. the little racist caricature man. Uh -huh. um, the jackpot is a different thing. I see. The, it, has, it also has a separate jackpot. It has a thing called a jackpot that I, I don't precisely understand. What I really need to do is read the manual for this pinball mm, machine. Yeah. I learned that the little bumpers that uh, accelerate balls off of them are called jets. Jet bumpers, yeah. Just, yeah. I saw a... Uh, one of the one of the mini games in Tales of the Arabian Nights says shoot for jet bumpers, and I said, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, and then somebody explained it to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, but what you were saying is that uh, dick stabbers have existed f since the beginning of time. Oh, sure, yeah, since, <laughs> since pinball days, since the days when pinball was still just a front for mafia gambling. <laughs> you know, in reading about the history of pinball, yeah, everybody was talking about how like New York's ban on pinball machines. Which I've never even heard of that. Pinball machines were illegal in New York up until yeah. like ten minutes the, ago. The last, <laughs> the last ten years or the last twenty years. I think. Really? Yeah. Because um, they were just covered under gambling rules. Yeah. Well, because they were just flat out like used for gambling. Like 
the, huh. the, the places sprung up that you just used pinball machines as a form of gambling and like you you'd play for credits and those credits were like money there was there was a machine at lucky juju that i don't i don't know that i would call it pinball it was like there was a ball that you launched up and then it would like Sort of like Plinko, sort of navigate a field and then fall into a hole. You mean Al, Al Pachinko? Yeah, Al Pachinko. <laughs> um, Ooh, ah. And then you were trying to get almost bingo style. You were trying to get like a row of Al Pabingo of numbers up on a board above, <laughs> um, and it had a it had a weird uh, random interface. You would put a coin in, and it would um, give you a chance at like getting another ball. And you could, you kept putting in like dimes or nickels or whatever it was back in the day, and you'd like hit a thing, and it would be it would like roll, effectively like a little spinner, and it would be like whether or not you got another ball to to launch in there. And like I was like, wow, that is it's crazy. It's like, it's like a video game that you might get to play for a quarter. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was just yeah, it was it like like apparently there were huge money makers, but you could if you were really good at it, you could make yeah. You know, there was some skill to it, but like if you were really lucky, I guess you could you could make a hundred or a thousand times your initial right your investment no, or whatever, I mean, and like huge you know, that's huge how, gambling, that's how gambling devices work. Sure, right? mm -hmm. and I mean pinball is a very obvious sort of you know antecedent of, of yeah. Uh, you know, not a not pinball's interesting because there's like so it's, much it's a descent, skill. It's involved. a very obvious descendant of pachinko, right? Like it's mm -hmm. a, it yeah. is just pachinko with some skill added. And more and more skill over time. Like the more that it turned into games rather than gambling, the hmm. more yeah, the, you know, like the more once the more agency the players right. Yeah, you know, um, it is it's crazy. Like I always thought of pinball. This is more of a video games hot dog discussion. Yeah. Wait, guys, we're burning a material <laughs> on our podcast that we don't give a fuck you, about. You cut and paste and clip and chop and oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, the bounties. Uh. Yeah, fuck, I don't know, man. Like, should we add more is the so, question? Well, yeah, we probably should, right? Like, I mean, we should probably reevaluate yeah. that periodically because it's a it's a broader system. You know, yeah. how how do you think how how would you feel if there was also an additional C bounty? Oh, like in addition to whatever they've already yeah, also like in, yeah, you could also do a C bounty every day. Hmm. It would be a nice aftercore. Yeah, but I mean, it's bonus. doubling. It's doubling up on lucre, right? Sure. Is what I'm saying. So, yeah, no, like, I know. I, mean, I know what you're saying. Do you think that that would piss people off? I kind of feel like it wouldn't at this no, point. I think. I, I think the pissing people off cart has left <laughs> left the stable a long time okay, ago. That I, cart think, has sailed. I think. Yes. <laughs> I think. Yes. I think a horse on it. The people who would be glad for more more reasons to go to the sea and for extra lucre would greatly outweigh the number of people who would be pissed off. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. But would the would the pissed off people poison the well in the forums? We it, we can make it arbitrarily annoying, <laughs> right? Sure. So like I don't know that that's necessarily worth being pissed off about, right? So I am not averse to that. Like I I feel like if enough people thought that was a good idea, that's just something I would do. Like you just yeah. get a second, you can get a second bounty. Um, I mean, I think we need to have a couple of extra hooks to get people excited about the sea. I mean, I think, I I think that people will be excited about it when it is done. Yeah, I don't know that for sure. And having a couple other sort of compelling reasons to go down there seems like a good plan. There are certainly aspects of it that I think are just not very good. You know, and I'm not going to change them. The fact that it's underwater. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, the, yeah there, there are framing just everything as penalties instead yeah. of. Yeah, there, I mean, there are just things that we, you know, and we learned we learned them. But I feel like the reason we ignored it for so long is because it just wasn't very good. Well, we weren't people were not as like excited. People by weren't it. excited about it. We weren't excited about it. And, sure. you know, and, and it's like it was exciting. The idea of finishing it up was exciting. A lot of finishing it up has been kind of a chore. Like the, right. a lot of it has been fun. The new stuff has been fun. Adapting the old stuff was a chore. Right. Like all that deep city stuff had been done yeah. in a sort of like bogus shitty form for a really long time. And it was right. just like, ah, this is awful. I am going to stop doing this. I worry that we've, uh, by overlooking the whole same round stun thing, by, by I'm sorry, staggers. By overlooking staggers in that, and then suddenly saying, "Oh, oh, yeah, now we can make it so monsters are immune to that." Like, I'm worried that people are going to be like, "Oh my god, fuck this Coliseum," 
Because it's like hard. It is hard. If you don't. If you don't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is hard. And I mean, that doesn't, to us, that seems like cheating because it, it's circumventing the, the it's puzzle. Circumventing the puzzle. The, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, so. it is not, you can, especially if you're a high enough level, you can probably get through the first no, half of it without, without doing anything tricky. We yeah. expected people to be able to circumvent it by crazy out leveling it. Right. Like that was well, just, that was just going to be an option. Probably. Yeah. I'm not sure if the last, I, I mean, maybe the last yeah. fights are not that big of a deal, Yeah, but yeah, I mean, We'll see. We can always, I mean, it, again, it's, you know, it's things we can tune over time if people are just really yeah. having a bad time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I also made a couple other random monsters uh, yeah. stagger immune, and I'm wondering if that's going to make people unhappy too. I, I bet it is. The brick of stuff I took off because I had, we had already made those fights hard. Yeah. And I had forgotten that we had spent so much time making those tricky. Um, but I added a couple more to other sort of like high level monsters. I mean, with the chicken, we sort of also gave you specific tools to to well, deal with it at high expense. If yeah, but those but some of those tools involved the same round stuns. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so that was yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were right. <clears throat> I can see why you did it. Yeah. But you were right to undo it. Undo it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Furtive Muffin says, in an earlier radio show, I remember hearing about an adventure at the beginning of the fantasy airship that introduced the quest, but I've never seen it and it's not on the wiki. So did I imagine hearing that or did someone else imagine it existing or does it actually exist and just doesn't show up for some reason? Did we figure that out? We didn't. It, I didn't. I never think about it except when we're on the radio. Oh, God, that is frustrating. Yeah, no, it's fucking there. I, and I know. I know what's it's something else has got to be setting that flag to one, which makes it not show up and advances the quest in the correct way. And I just don't know where that is. And we we. We're gonna look for it last time and then, yeah, wandered we just away. Forgot, you know. Make me make me look into this okay. uh, in between now and eating a delicious pasty and drinking a gallon of beer. Okay, <laughs> that's not really a gallon of beer. Um. Oh no! Another putt says, "Why can't I equip my vampire cape until in a run it is obsoleted by the misty capes?" You know, remind me also. Okay, uh, hold on. You know, what? I'm gonna give myself a fucking ping. Yeah. All right, uh, reminders. Airship intro. What is this going to be a part of? How about Mr. Store Interface? What, what is the... Vampire cape bullshit arg. <laughs> Tujik. I'm not going to send myself a text message with that. <laughs> it's weird how you're using this as like the, that, that is the generic oh, catch-on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. There ought to... That, like, there should be a way for pings to not be associated with a particular wiki item, I guess. Sure. Um... Yeah, anyway. Uh, no, I'm just going to make that fucking vampire cape not a back item and Oh yeah. Yeah, but, well because it was the it was the biggest outlier and it's like it's just it's a sore thumb like it keeps annoying. You're just going to make it into a thumb. It keeps annoying people. Yeah, vampire thumb. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Walrus46 says, we should make an in-chat effect that turns normal words into ridiculous synonyms. For example, leave becomes abscoatulate. Uh, is that what <laughs> is that a real word or by ridiculous do you mean like, nonsense not oh no leave no, abruptly absquatulate okay I, I mean if you could come up with 500 of those yeah then sure and they i mean i feel like they would have to be ones with no uh uh um They'd have to have ambiguous part yeah, of speech non, like non an unambiguous part of speech i was thinking non-ambiguous yeah, definitions. Well, like, right. Have you I, read Walt Whitman's Abscoatulates of Grass? <laughs> I was just about yeah, to say. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, we yeah. have to make the exact same joke? Well, more or less. <clears throat> yes. Uh, also, <clears throat> what college did the frat boys attend anyway? We could, <laughs> uh, we could have the synonyms effect be an item dropped in a new University of Loathing area attached to a quest. The irony is that hmm. there is no university. <laughs> Let's call it <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> University. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the the fu like that is such a that's such a a, yeah. a good. Mm. All right, let's call it eat a dick you. <laughs> uh, Linguini lad says, "Hey, can you fix the clan logs?" I stopped paying attention when you said fix clan logs. <laughs> uh, so it shows how much was spent on clan buffs and services. I, I thought, I well, clearly that is not in there if they're asking for it. But I thought that that level of detail was already present. Yeah. Hey guys, forum thread. Hey guys. Hey, hey guys. Forum <clears throat> uh, thank you, uh, Cannonfire40, for recording uh, the Monday show. 
Is it because Scully switched over to a new setup? No. Well, I don't. I don't know, man. Were I you, mean, he got you, he got a new computer, and it's just been causing all kinds of problems. So oh. starting next week, I I don't know that Scully has actually talked to the dudes about this, but we're gonna start pre-recording the Monday, Monday shows, shows, same as. Uh, and I, sorry, as before I'm very sorry to the twenty of you who are listening to it live, but just. Fuck shoutcast. Is it really twenty? Like, do yeah, you... it is like twenty or twenty-five people. Oh, okay, because you get a you get a readout right. The well, Josh does. I don't. I I have not, I have not been willing to touch that shit for a couple of years. At this it point. was weird when we met someone at GDC who was a I don't know if she still was, but who was a regular radio KOL listener who had never played KOL. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I could see if you just like nerd shit. Yeah. Yeah. It being, in th- you know, it's like. Yeah. You know, Radio KOL at times is probably the closest you get to like a Dr. Demento show yeah. still on the air. Dr. Demento is on the internet now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's doing he's doing cool stuff. On, it's on inter- Shoutcast. On Intertrons. I don't know if he's doing Shoutcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not doing a shoutcast. <clears throat> okay. I'm pretty sure that nobody is doing any shoutcast. Uh, question says Ray Janili. What do you think about Disco Bandit combat skills staggering the first time they're used in combat? Yeah, staggering. Uh, Like (laughs) Boris's intimidating bellow. The problem with deleveling for a non-optimizer is that you mostly need it done when you're getting hit, and the delevel is often not significant enough to help you survive. Uh, Disco Bandit only, of course, since other classes have combat skills, except Accordion Thief. It would be tricky, because if you got all of them, that's like, what, three or four staggers Mm -hmm. while you're also doing damage and deleveling right you're doing a little damage for a lot of mana i mean yeah it probably sure doing it it, doing it the way that he's just probably i I mean maybe it's uh, yeah i I don't feel like i never felt like disc commandants had a a survivability issue but maybe well no i think it's more that the skills are just useless yeah i mean i guess they there was a very a very niche use with the naughty, the early naughty sorceress fight, but we yeah. changed that so much that it's just not important anymore. I mean, I would imagine that that D levelers, even D levelers by you know like eight or ten, are useful against scaling monsters because a couple of them, right? If the fight is going to go on for a long time, a couple D levels means they won't be able to hit you at all anymore, except on crits. Yeah, but I wonder if anybody bothers. Probably with that. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, staggering once would also mean there's a reason to get all the skills. First hit of face stab, then first hit of disco dance, then yeah. Also, did you ever intend for the or did you never intend for the skills to be used for most combats? If you did, please tone down the MP costs, or are you just gonna overhaul disco banis to the point where it doesn't matter? Yeah, I don't I really don't know. That's tricky. Yeah, you know. Because the game it, because combat doesn't lend itself well to being complex in this game except in special situations because really mostly you just want to hit tab enter tab enter tab enter tab enter and see what you got for all your adventures in a place like yeah making it's weird that we're considering that in our design philosophy instead of you know, uh, assuming that people are excited and interested in every fight I mean but I mean I think people are excited and interested in some fights right. but you can't do that 300 times right in a day so what you're saying is people should only have 12 adventures a day yeah Hmm. Uh, yeah actually yes maybe not 12 40 40 sounds good (laughs) okay uh x kiv says if harpoon got some loving how does leviatuga compare did it get similar loving uh very similar i would i would submit uh, Doglord420 says, do you track what questions are asked to grandpa that he doesn't recognize? If a lot of people ask the same thing, you might want to look at that to give answers to. I hmm. haven't. I think the time to track that would have been four years ago or whatever. Uh, maybe. I mean, as more people check out the sea, maybe that is something we could track going forward into in time. Because people are going to... people New people will almost definitely start looking at the sea, right? In the coming months. You mean people who haven't been to the sea before? Yes. Okay. Well, no, like babies, Pe- <laughs> yeah, people that are new. like new people, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, just just hatched from the clone Thari. Yeah, uh, Glebe says, "What are your thoughts on putting in a semi rare that just gives you a shit ton of each stat?" Uh, mm-hmm. Like stat substat points. Yeah, like right straight up stats. Leveling or uh, an item. Uh, item's a bad idea. Yeah, it's like a super baseball. <laughs> it's, 
Super Bonbon. Also, what's the reasoning behind not letting us see which pirate insults we've obtained? I don't know, because that whole thing is garbage. Was it based... It was based on the insult sword fighting sword yeah. fighting and, yeah and you couldn't just, you, like that was something you just had to learn you, you didn't like y- y- yeah you kept your own notes <clears throat> offline yeah. well no no it unlocked new conversation options right as you heard other people say them right so it wasn't you couldn't you couldn't just be good at insult sword fight like you could not beat the sword master on the first just time. with knowledge sure. right. but right. but in order to to get new stuff you had to sort of figure out which ones were better than other. I ones, mean, right? the the main difference between this and insult sword fighting was that you got to choose what insult you used, uh, right? Sure. Right. And their response, their response gave you gave a you, comeback that yeah. you would then use in a funnier context. I I just I think we can do better, <laughs> you know. And and one day we one day we will. Yeah. Uh, Ray Dian says, what was the inspiration for the change to Mr. Store? Is this a setup for a more significant change later, or were you already mucking about in the store code and decided to redo the layout while you were there? No, I just wanted to redo the layout because I didn't like... You were dissatisfied. Yeah, I was dissatisfied with it. I mean, it, like, the more the more times when I'm messing around with stuff in KOL, I encounter forms that are like a fucking radio button and then a submit at the bottom, the more I just want to get rid of that shit. I mean, this is sort of akin to adding the buy buttons to the right of every item in in sort of miscellaneous NPC shops. Regular stores don't have it, but right. Yeah, I wish that I wish that that was better. <laughs> anyway, it, I I like I get that some people hate change, and I get that some people actually think that the old Mister Store layout was better. But I it, am much happier with it. It was definitely more confusing on casual glance like and i mean you people we were all used to it so like longtime players i think cannot really make any kind of informed decision i think if you showed the old layout and the new layout to somebody they that had never seen it before they would without a doubt say that the new layout is more comprehensible if it is slightly taller and therefore a little a slightly harder to navigate maybe maybe yeah. but everybody should have a scroll wheel People have people have said that they would have ordered things differently. Really? Yeah, which I can I can see that. The newest stuff's up top. Well, not real. I mean, the most relevant stuff's up top. People have also suggested that it is that it is somehow deliberately misleading to say that a Ms. accessory is like a Mr. accessory only a lady. I mean, what the fuck do we do about that? I mean, I don't fucking care. I, you I don't. A, you could have a use link on the Ms. accessory to turn it back into a Mr. accessory or something, mm-hmm. right? Like inject with testosterone. Uh, <laughs> sure. Remove bow. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I mean, what seems to make sense is that it it would just be a different thing, right? So we've talked about this in the past. What giving kind of people, Mrs. Store. Giving people a, a whole separate store. Uh, <laughs> that would be great, actually. And in it, you can buy Mr. Accessories. Yeah. And that's it. For Ms. Ms. Accessories. And then the tampon of the month. <laughs> and there's just different kind of tampon. You know, we every month we could come up with a different kind of tampon. To, uh, to sell. We could no, just see- have have everything identical to the stuff in Mr. Store, except it has a bow on it. <laughs> Um, wow. <laughs> I feel like the reasonable thing, the thing that you would expect yeah. based on Mr. Accessory Jr. doing a different thing is for the Ms. Accessory to be a different thing, right? Okay. Nobody would complain about you not being able to use it. Nobody ever says, why the fuck can't we use a Mr. A. Jr. as currency? Why does no one ever say, why can't we use a Mr. A., the Canadian one, as currency? I, mean, I think it is because there are... An order of magnitude, if not ten orders of magnitude, fewer of those around. And you don't get a Mr. A... In the store? Yeah, I mean, you, you like... You, you have to, like, go through a bunch of... I can't remember ex- the last time I gave one of those out. Extra hassle? There oh, are... I do, I do. Every once in a while at a, at a meet, somebody will give me some Canadian money. They, um... I haven't changed... I haven't been 
good about updating that lately, but they might be up like to plus, plus 16 mm, <laughs> stats or something. <laughs> I'm going to check that now. Uh, Canonfire40 says, let me start out by saying, I hope you're recording this. Oh, yeah. If, if we weren't recording this, you wouldn't hear it because this this yeah. this is not subject to the potential problems with doing a goddamn live shoutcast broadcast. Goddamn <laughs> cast cast. Oh, man. Earlier, I thought of a really a spooky way to introduce our Halloween episode mm-hmm. of this show. Welcome to the Kingdom of Loathing Bloodcast. <laughs> was that good? Was it yeah, spooky? That, that that was spooky. Were, you, were you scared? I'm spooked. Okay. Plus 15.22 to all stats. Uh, now that the obligatory statement has been made, question. How does a typical I think the item of the month should be X go on your internal wiki thing? How complete is a proposal in terms of concept when it's made? We almost never do it that way, right? Like almost all items of the month have their genesis in our conference calls where Chris Moyer will point out, so it's the 29th. (laughs) (laughs) It's not always like that. Uh, We we were discussing a little bit today. Um, Yeah. Everybody wants us to do a familiar so that we will make no money. (laughs) What? No, I get the next, the challenge path ends in the middle. So if it's a, oh, if it's an appealing familiar. Yeah, I think it's, that's pretty. I, I kind of like the idea I had in chat after the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be. Yeah, a little I think bit. That, I think that might be as written too powerful. Hmm. But maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, in combination with the with the um, Librem. Yeah. It might mm. actually be because I, I don't know if you've played with that much, but no, there's. I haven't. It's yeah. But proposals are often not. Not very detailed. That that stuff often gets hashed out. And it's also it's often like a thing where somebody will come up with an idea, some, like maybe just a name, and then somebody else will come up with like a mechanic or vice versa. Yeah. And it's it's very collaborative most of the time. Yeah. Uh, WVO Quine says, "What is the funniest non KOL video game?" Uh, Portal Two is pretty funny. Well, yeah. Yeah. Psychonauts is pretty funny. Yeah. What about Disgaea or whatever? Is, I've not. Uh, I've yeah, not played that. It was okay. But that's yeah, like got the not, same kind of. It's like not in the item yeah. descriptions. It's, it's not, not. It's not in the league of like Portal, but it was. Okay. It was amusing. I, th- I thought Psychonauts was funny. Yeah. I mean, but and both of those games were Eric Wolpaw joints. I. I mean, there were mm. sections of Thomas that was alone that was funny. <sighs> I don't know why you didn't like that. That was. It was a good game. Uh, Scully Angel says, now that the Monster Manuel, which is freaking awesome, lives permanently in Mr. Store, have you guys given any thought to adding the clan VIP lounge invitation as a permanent Mr. Store item? It seems like a natural choice. No. No. The the market for those is super interesting, and I don't want to yeah. fuck that up. Um, By ever having a clan VIP item. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've asked before, but never seen it answer. Is there any hope of combo furniture for clans? Things that give both plus adventures for out of Ronin slash aftercore and plus PvP fights. I'm always sad to see 25% of my clanny shuffle off to a different clan overnight. Eh. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Wax says, Daylight savings in Arizona equals radio shows start one hour earlier. Daylight savings where I live equals radio show starts an additional one hour earlier. Net result, I actually have to get out of bed to listen to the radio show. Thanks, governments. <laughs> Uh, how well did Jarlsberg's pan sell? I didn't get one because it only seemed useful in run for Jarlsberg and Jarlsberg alone. Is it wrong to not want items a month that I don't see as having much flavor value? The cosmic calories were a cool touch that distinguished it from other gear items, but gear items themselves rarely strike me as having the same amount of effort put into them as stuff like familiars, bookshelf items, etc. I'm not sure why this is, since I have no idea what metric I'm using to determine this. Well, I mean, that's pretty reasonable, because they are way less effort. Well, it depends on the familiar and the item. Uh, well, I guess. I mean, so the greatest American pants were more effort than the Jillo Lantern, right? <laughs> for instance, but more modern familiars tend to be more effort than modern equipment. But it, that varies. I mean, some some equipment. I mean, the Loathing Legion, foldable. the Loathing Legion knife was a crazy amount of yeah. Mm-hmm. But even then, it was not that much. Like, but, but it felt like it was right. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I content familiar is a ton of work, but a like, I guess a lot of the familiars lately have been. Kind of intense. Right. This is a familiar that also has 60 booze items that it creates or whatever. Yeah. We can't always put two weeks of effort into an item in the month. Right. Because that means that half of our focus is on... Making money. (laughs) 1% of the stuff that's in the game. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, Jarlsberg's pan sold... This is weird. Uh, 
Boris's helm, the box of bear arms, and Jarlsberg's pan all sold within 50 of each other. Um, and 80% as well as, what was the other item that I looked at? I looked at one of the previous. I don't know. Uh, the Loathing Legion knife sold a ton, actually, for gear. Um, it, it makes a lot of sense because you'd want, you might want to have multiple equipped. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Time. Yeah. Anyway, the Jarlsberg's pan did fine. It did it did as well as these things do. Uh, and I'm sorry to keep bringing this up, but Sneaky Pete slash Deus Ex item of the month pitch. Uh, pitch. How should I lay this out? How was MC Frontalot's design document for Jacking's Lab laid out? You seem to like that, and I want to do it correctly the first time. We don't know each other, so I don't have the same right he does as your friend to send you stuff directly. I just have forum posts. Well, he did it before we knew each other. Yeah, I mean, it was years. It, it was, was sitting around as a document for years. And it was probably a 20-page document yeah. with... This is this is what Frontalot did that often Riff and Scully don't do when they're designing content. It was very much a, this is what the screen looks like, and this is what happens when a Kingdom of Loathing player clicks on a thing with his mouse in his browser. Like Not everything and, worked, like not, not everything sure. was thought out, but like, you know, he had never developed anything for in KOL's yeah. tools or whatever. So. But most of the stuff that he was like, yeah, and then figure out what, you know, he's like, what the, this is this is up to you. That was almost all just like flavor and like, you know, number balance and stuff. It was never like, like he just full on designed the entire thing as a playable thing. Yeah. Um, that's weird. He's got like a super good sense of, of that. It was, it was weird. Uh, Scarfidin says, when you implemented Mr. Accessories, did you make a conscious choice to make them tradable for meat, or did you not even think about it? I guess I didn't really think about it. I mean, that Mr. Accessories were not implemented as a cash shop currency, right? They were, they right. were like, the earliest ones were just hacked into existence with AICBs, or intercontinental ballistic missiles. <laughs> yeah, arbitrary North, North Koreans. Item, what, that's, that's how we refer to arbitrary item creation bugs, or how we used to, because we have not made one of those, thankfully, in a really long time. That we're aware of. <laughs> well, sure. Um, and, yeah, and so they, so Mr. Accessories were a thing that was very rare, and then somebody was like, hey, what if you give us a Mr. Accessory for donating? I'm like, oh, okay. Because you, they, they, they were first <clears throat> created as just a thing for you to test the oh, accessory Oh, to test slot. the accessory slot, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what were item 13s created for? A joke, probably, because somebody was like, why is there no item 13? Like somebody who, somebody who was able to arbitrarily create items using item IDs noticed that there was no item 13. And I was like, there you go. Right. Shut up. <laughs> okay. You've done uh, that. You've done that multiple times. Done right? what? That like like why is there no thing? And then you're like, yeah. And you make a it a million meat pancakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good item, <laughs> I guess. Uh, one does the drunken stupor zone? Oh, says Ultibot. Uh, poke CD Moyer to remind him to implement a zap command. CD Moyer ain't here. One does the drunken stupor zone contain an ultra rare? And if not, can one be added? Hmm. Uh, it does, but uh, since you've asked about it, I've decided to take it away. Two in an attempt to lower Mr. Accessory Mall prices, I was thinking it'd be wise to make currency consumable. Uh, dense meat sacks cookable into foods we can eat. No, it's not for eating. It's for making swords out of. It's for looking through. Uh, three, in an attempt to please all the disappointed players which expected the sunken chest to be some sort of treasure chest, based off its image being a treasure chest, and to salute all the spaders who spent weeks of their lives trying to open it, would it be worthwhible to make it zappable? I think that it is perfect the way that it is. <laughs> I agree. Solazar says, one, how long has everyone been with Asymmetric slash KOL? I'm pretty sure Jake and Mr. Skull had founded the game and company together, but I'd be interested to know how long Riff, Hot Stuff, CD Moore, and anybody else you care to mention has been with the team. Fairly obvious that Riff and Hot Stuff are not new, but I'd guess they weren't in at the start. So it was me, uh, and then... For a week. <laughs> well, Josh started playing. Oh, right, okay. After a week, but it was it was a few months in before he started writing stuff. Okay. Um, so it was like early 2003... You started it. Yeah. I don't know when Scully started getting a salary, right? Because for a long time, it was just like beer money now and then when when I still had a day job. I don't know if I started paying him a salary when I quit my day job or if it was after that. Because I almost immediately hired Zly to answer the mail and stuff. She was his halftime to start with. And that was that was like... 
I don't remember. I, I, I feel like the game was around for like a year before it started making enough for me to quit my job. Um, it was, was what, April? It was like March of 2005 five. when yeah. when uh, Riff and uh, Zeno and I came out right. all at the same time. We did like the summit. And that was before you had hired... I mean, I was doing like odds and ends for you for a couple months before that. Yeah, since Christmas, like since yeah. Christmas, basically. Of 2004, like, into 2004. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then a few months after that, I bought The Office and yeah. Riff and Xenophobe started. So that was some, t- some point in 2005. So you've been doing this for eight years. Something like that. And you more or less yeah. the same. I was a contractor for a long time and yeah. then... Like five or six years ago, I moved out here. I mean, then we didn't hire. I, we had like contracted CD Moyer to do some stuff uh, before, but was once Xenophobe quit, he became the programmer. Still a contractor. Yeah, he's, he is still a contractor. Um, is, that's was what two thousand nine is when that happened. Maybe I don't remember two thousand eight. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Two, do you ever see yourself needing to add more people, especially now that Word Realms is a thing and CD Moyer's wizardly skills are useful there as well as in the kingdom? Uh, it's unclear to what extent Word Realms will be a thing moving forward. You know, we don't. Uh, I mean, we don't know what we're is, gonna do. And like, yeah. if if we launch it, and then after a couple months, nobody has bought it, then we probably won't continue to sink hundreds of thousands of dollars in paying people trying to, to make it trying to make a thing. thing that nobody likes into a thing. Um, I really do hope that you and CD Moyer spend some time. Get to, to, make, PV, to, to make the, the PvP, PvP version. Yeah, I mean, most of the assets already exist, so it's just, it's just like because that is that is the killer app of the yeah. the whole game. Really, I, I, feel I like. hope an iOS version of the single player can become it's a feasible. Thing as I mean, well. it's just it, like if it's got a bunch of technical hurdles. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Like, would you would you pay twenty thousand dollars for one? Because I'll <laughs> bet we can't get one made for less than that. Mm. And you yeah. know, so just to spend like it's. Who the fuck knows, man? We'll see. I mean, who, you know, you know I have, get, I have on, no idea. Green light, like whatever. I, I mean, have no it's... idea how this, how it's going to be received when it came out. Like the Kickstarter did not generate as much external interest as I was hoping for. Like, you know, we funded, which was great, but the vast majority of the people who backed it were from our pre-existing community. Right. And part of that, like, and we also didn't know how to run a Kickstarter, so who knows, you know, like, I have learned, I have learned a bunch in, in the time since then about how to engage that kind of, <clears throat> that kind of community and stuff, but. Yeah. 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 You know, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. But no, I doubt if, I, like, I don't imagine, I don't imagine hiring anybody else. In the short term. Will happen for the next couple of years, at least. We'll see, though, maybe, you know, like. Sure. Who knows, right? If, oh, I mean, anything. Like a meteor made of gold could hit the office, <laughs> right? And then it's like, oh, we get a bunch of insurance money and a gold meteor. <laughs> um, three, in the past, you have mentioned that in retrospect, a particular ability or enchantment on an item of the month was too powerful. Do you expect that you'd ever directly nerf that item? I say directly because I know you've indirectly moderated the power of certain items in various ways, like the no putty flag, to keep certain monsters from being copied. A more direct uh, nerf would be to remove or alter the ability rather than to just restrict targets for it. Well, I mean, the, the reason that we do those indirect things is because we don't feel like it's permissible for us to nerf an item of the month from the past yeah there's at least one item that i would nerf today if if i did not feel like it was which one's that the uh stocking oh yeah stocking stocking mimic is a little problematic problematic. librum of love songs also not some i mean nobody cares right i think it's i think of it as problematic but nobody else i mean we've done so many other things along those lines at this point because it was a cat that was already out of a bag yeah uh, four, listening to older podcasts, including at least a few from before I signed up as a player, you talk about an idea which you called a Batman run. Uh, from everything I've heard, it seems as though the core of this idea became the Avatar and zombie paths. Did you ever mean literally Batman in the sense that you're playing as the DC Comics character, or was it just a term of art for what you had in mind? Well, it was not... always literally the DC Comics character. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Li- I mean, and not we couldn't get away with it. We well, it would, we would not do whatever. Literally. It would be, but it would be a, it would be a very direct Deflator parody. Mouse. It would be a very direct parody of Batman. Um, Everything would be in German. So we, I mean, it was just an idea. 
for basically like another game using the KOL rule set, but with entirely different skills and items, right? And that did... The, the closest thing we have to that is the avatar paths, but this would be like a path where you were an avatar and all the content was different. Um, yeah, that's pretty ambitious. Yeah, but I think we could do it. Huh. I think we will. I think I think we will do it. Someday. Yeah. 2015. The, the problem is this is like a way to turn a huge amount of effort into no money, which is a <laughs> thing that we're like really good at as a company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, it, it. The idea for a Batman run predated challenge paths by a lot, and you know what would be nice, and I wonder if this is a thing that we would ever be able to get away with, selling a challenge path. Hmm. Not even a challenge path, just selling. Maybe even runs in a path, like for Mister Accessory, you get five goes at this challenge path huh. That, huh. that is 10 times as much content as most challenge paths. You know, I don't know. I don't know how people would respond to that. I mean, it's a, it's basically a super more elaborate content familiar, right? It is. Yeah. People, people seem okay with that. Well, content familiars, I mean, it depends on how you organize it. Is it would be available in perpetuity? I don't know. Or would it be like a limited availability thing? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we talked about we talked about doing it like we kept trying to figure out how to make Batman runs an item in the market. right, like a comic right. book shelf. It was like it was a comic yeah. book shelf, and every day it produces a comic book that lets you do one Batman ascension. Like, no, that no, that doesn't work for a bunch of very obvious reasons. Yeah. But like, okay, so it has a bunch of other. So there's also Superman runs and Incredible Hulk runs, Spider Man runs. No, fuck you, whoever suggested that. Um. Uh, thanks for the answers. It's really great to get a peek inside the mind of the creator. So few games offer anything like this. Well, tell your friends. So bizarre. <laughs> Mr. Nee says, in light of Mr. Scullet's latest message concerning comic issue three, has he considered allowing people to pre-order the issue rather than only offer it on digital? Uh, I certainly don't have a problem with prepaying prior to the release date so you know exactly how many need to be printed rather than having to wait several years down the road for the box set. Well, the problem is not... I wish that Kickstarter... I mean, they're, not, they're not like print on demand. We're not going to print... 372 of them. Well, we might. So, yeah, we could. Like, it's just, we, we could. Right? Like, it is, we could. Like, it huh. is just that, I mean, the, so the problem with getting anything printed is that to print 3,000 of something is $2,500, and to print 100 of something is $2,000 or $1,500. And that sucks. Yeah, because right? the setup costs are the, the bulk of the fees. Um, it, we can. There are ways to do it for a little bit cheaper, um, but what what I wish is that there was a, a Kickstarter thing that was just a framework where people could pre-order something and you could, as long as you got above a certain threshold, it would be a real thing. Um, but without all the like extra Kickstarter pressure that yeah. is involved mm -hmm. in running a campaign and all this other crap, right? Like, like I just want something where we can get a temporary hold on somebody's credit card. A month goes by. If we've gotten to a certain threshold, we do the thing. If not, we just go with the digital version. Like that would be the ideal situation, I think. Right. But there isn't really anything like that, and and I'm not going to write an infrastructure to do that and and then refund everybody's credit card all at once, including the ones well, you that don't, expire. Yeah, like so, I mean, so, it's yeah, just it's, it's not even a, it's not even a refund. It's like it's a, just like a cancellation of the the hold. Yeah, I mean, people can send even... us checks, <laughs> and then we just hang on to them until we get enough, and then we, you know. I, like, I'm sorry to the handful of people who want to buy a physical copy of the comic book, but going digital only is the way that we can turn the money that's left into comic books for the rest of the run. The, right? money, like, the money from the Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and it's just, it's, it is a bad use of Asymmetric's money to keep filling the garage with unsold comic books. Right, like it's well. I mean, what if someday they become currency, like bottle caps? <laughs> sure. <laughs> then we're set. No, you're right. What yeah. if? What if we've already? Yeah, like, what if we've already been hit? Comic books hits the. <laughs> we've been hit by a meteor made out of comic books. 
Uh, Lilac says, Speedrunner bitching time. Can we please get turn ceilings on the Desert Oasis non-combats in lieu of the quest revamp? It remains the quest on which a player can exert the least influence that is the most likely to ruin a run. Thanks. Oh, and thanks for giving Racecar Bob a puppy. A very welcome change. I probably should do something like that. Orbrissa says, What's up with one of the choices in there's no ability like possibility giving starter items? It seems strange and not quite consistent with the level of the zone. Yep, that was very much placeholder. <laughs> uh, luckily, there aren't any like unreleased items in the first uh, <laughs> six item IDs or 12 or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I probably I just forgot to assign that to Hot Stuff for giving me a list of items. Furtiwound says, Will we ever see other bounty hunter weapons than the ranged gun? I doubt it. Um, Grimmy says, may have asked this before, but not sure if it got answered, so I ask again. Is it possible to make the skill books that we used before the update making used skill books occurred somehow generate used copies of the books if you ascend? Nope. Uh, same question applies to skills like the one from the Meteoroid. Would it be possible to remember these skills after ascension? Distant memories of skills until you actually perm them? No. No, 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 no. Huh. Um... Grimmy was thinking of an alt, uh, sending an alt that used quite a few skill books and such. Like, sorry, man, but no. There's no way for us to know. It'd be a mess. Yeah, it would be a huge, huge mess. And, like, this is the this is just that prop. Like, it, we'd be better off in a lot of ways if we had not done people that favor. Um, God, that fucking sandpaper bullshit, too. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Vernacio says, Dear Jinko, have any of you ever ascended in NetHack? I know I haven't. Farthest I've ever gotten is right before the Elemental Plains where I was killed by the wizard's pets. No, I've gotten to Gehenna like twice. I'm fucking terrible at NetHack. I ascended a god mode once. <laughs> Great. Uh, for a KOL question, is there a reason that Yellow Rays remain the only major gameplay mechanic ex exclusive to Mr. Store items? For example, Banishing as Herald's Bell, Tatters Cover Free Runaways, etc. Is it just something you'd rather keep as an item of the month mechanic? If not, do you have any plans to implement it in the future? I I proposed something I mean, you never know. recently that would that would put it in the realm of non Mr. Store at a disadvantage. You did? I did. Yeah. There, you asked for a bunch of mechanics stuff and I wrote a huge long post. Maybe you haven't read it yet. Oh, in, in a thing that's still in the in the hopper. hopper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I've been running through, says Merg's crony. Oh, this is, okay. I've been running through Avatar of Yarl's Barkley non fuck. I've been running to, damn it! <laughs> I have been running through Age of Jarl's Barkley nonstop until I ran out of steam a day ago. It was great, and I've had all the fun I can have with it for now. When I got to the level, whenever I got to the level twelve quest, there grew a sense of dread in my heart. Jarlsberg has no access to high meat drop equipment or buff, so collecting meat for the nuns takes a long time. That's part of the challenge, so that's cool. What I'm curious about is why can't I donate some of my hard-earned meat into the pile? Not just in Jarlsberg, but in other paths as well. I reached the quest with 30,000 meat lying around in a pile that I don't know what to do with. It would make it faster, but not at the, but at the cost of another resource and possibly sink meat overall. Thanks for making the game, you rock. No, because that's not what that quest is about. You know, and it's, you know, like, like Solazar points out, like, all of those side quests are optional. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Um, you know, because it's not about, like, do you have 30,000 meat yet? It's about how fast can you earn 30,000 meat from these dudes. <sighs> All right. Well, that's that thread. And uh, I'm not getting any less hungry as yeah. time passes. So let's go eat a pasty and then come back and record another delightful episode of Video Games Hot Dog. Okay. Hooray. Sounds like a plan. Mm -hmm. Have a great week, everybody.